is presented by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on why it's real. A study on why it's called Democide. Like we always do about this time. Boom. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 333 of the Lauren Jacob Do America podcast. We are halfway through to episode 666. And what better way to start the month of October off than being halfway to 666 at episode 333? But, anyways, I am your host <laughs> in the place to be, Mr. Jacob P. And sitting right across from me, finally, is the return of the Brown Recluse, Mr. Art Trail. Art, say hello to the millions. And millions. What the fuck is going on? Guys, uh, go to uh, kidmancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. They got the coffee beans. They got the hibiscus seed. They got the cacao butter. They got whatever your heart desires. Um, use promo code AMERICA. Check out to receive 15% off. Uh, you know what, dude? That nitro cold brew. Actually, like we, we're recording kind of at a strange time. Like It's 2 p.m. right now. Mm-hmm. Actually, this is, this is the time most people are like wide awake. You know, This is like... My nap time. Like this is I'm I'm 100% a part of Nap Nation, dude. And yeah. like, um, I could definitely use a nitro cold brew right now. Like, fucking like wake my ass up. Um, but um, but you know what, dude? I I am excited to be back. But guys, use promo code America at checkout to receive 15% off. Tell Martin Jacob sent you. Take a picture of you drinking that nitro cold brew. Um, right now, like I said, two weeks ago or whenever I was here last, uh, Jesus, he holds the record right now of 37 nitro cold <laughs> brews. So if you can beat that record, uh, our, our boy Ross just tried breaking that record. Didn't go well, but no. you know, we're, you know, we're praying for a speed recovery for you. Yeah, his pancreas exploded. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to him. May, may all the angels <laughs> in heaven guide you to. Uh, where you need to be. But speaking of angels, guys, uh, I need everyone to head on over to SuckerApparel.com where the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch has put together an illustrious array of merchandise for your consumption pleasure. So uh, head on over to the store. Check out everything uh, that you might want, love, or desire. Uh, speaking of Super Apparel, Art's got a Super Apparel shirt on right now. Oh, yeah. This is actually the one that Nicole Smith-Bosch sent us a long time ago. Yeah, so it might not be on the store, but you know, check it out irregardless. Uh, but... Before you hit checkout, guys, when you find something you want, love, or desire, I need everyone to enter promo code Art and Jacob, and the code will give you 10% off your entire purchase. But Art, we're not here to talk about Super Peril and Ross's exploding appendix. Art, <laughs> what are we here to talk about today? So this one is um, is a doozy. This is La Lechusa. Mm. Um, I'll be honest with you, I had never heard about this before but really but it, but it was in the hollow no not at all i'd never heard really? of this. i mean i know what a uh, lechusa is i know it's an owl but um <laughs> <laughs> but i when you so we have a to to, to 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 take a peek behind the curtain there's like a long list of like topics that you know 
that we uh, that that are just there for like ideas, feature episode ideas, mm-hmm. and then some of them have been on ja- there for three or four yeah. years. Yeah, Jacob puts little pumpkins next or little like jack o' lanterns next to a lot of them, and um, um, a lot of times we don't even fucking pick from there or whatever. Yeah, you know? it's just like whatever fucking like art sees on YouTube. I saw some crazy shit, bro. We got to cover this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, when it came to this one, I was like, you know what? Let, let's try to find something scary. And that one was on there. It caught my eye. I think there was another one that we initially had kicked around, mm-hmm. uh, that also had a little Jack Lennon next to it. But, um, then I saw La Lechusa and I was like, Oh, I was like, that's gotta be like a fucking like man bat from like <laughs> Nicaragua or something. I was like, here we go, dude. And, um, not that at all, but I, I, yeah, I never heard about this. Before. Wow, that you, is... you put it on the list, so I assume you heard about it. Yeah, no, I think uh, one of our listeners, I want to say Joshua Telemontes, he select, he actually suggested this about a year or two ago. Uh, put it on the list and whatnot. Uh, I'm still in shock that you you're more Mexican I, than me. Well, I'm only well, half Mexican. The funny and you're thing full about Mexican. this is like, all right, you know, this is where this podcast is about to get really racist, bro. <laughs> Because, like, this, so I was looking into this, and then this is why I wanted to cite this, um, mm-hmm. um, this, this, uh, website, the, um, like, Urban Legends, like, Mexican Urban Legends website. Because one of the things that they bring up in this, and it's important to clarify, is that along the northern border of Mexico and Texas, the Rio Grande Valley area, this is where really that, this story takes place. So it's a lot of these stories are like, Texas related things and like northern Mexico related things. Correct. And like that's the equivalent of people in like fucking like Yodel United States, like the little middle Appalachia. part. Sure. Yeah. I was gonna say like the flyover states were like oh, okay. you know, it's like the it's, heart it, of America. It, the heart of America, the red states. Uh that's where like that this is the equivalent of that for like the Mexico region. Mm-hmm. And like I've said this multiple times in, on the podcast like my family like we're like the 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 lore the allure like all the all the lore I guess. Mm-hmm. Stories that I know like cuz my my family they're all like Mexico City like way down there like in yeah. the Yucatan Peninsula. Like you don't hear this, like, mm-hmm. and then actually, like, there there are owl stories that I had heard in the past where it's like, but they're more related to like luck in the sense of like, if you see an owl in the daytime, it's like really bad luck. It means you're probably gonna die, or somebody you know in your life is gonna die. Or if you see a butterfly at, at night. night, it's like the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's really bad luck to see a a butterfly at night type of thing. And I had heard those things before. But I had never heard La Lechusa. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, like, have you ever drank moonshine? <laughs> no. But it's like, you know, it's very American drink in like a certain part of America, just not where we're at. So Correct. Yeah. No, I feel you on that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's wild, though, because I, like I said, you're full Mexican <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm only half Mexican. But it could be attributed to that. Like, it's important to note, like, not... Not every Mexican is the same, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mexico is a very it's large. A, I mean, it's country. yeah, it's like very region, regional base. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, there's the legend of In-N-Out Burger. You know, <laughs> very important to us in oh, California. Oh, I will fight a motherfucker who does not love In-N-Out. In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out Burger it, let me just set this record straight. In-N-Out Burger is better than Five Guys. And, and you've lived and, in Texas for many years. You're thinking of Waterburger. Oh yeah, Waterburger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have Five Guys here in California. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, my bad. Water, Whataburger is different. So Whataburger, the closest thing we have to Whataburger here is um, 
John's? Uh, Juicy Burger. Oh, okay. uh, No, not Juicy. Is Juicy Burger the one on 24th Street? Yeah. That's the closest one that we have to that. Because it's basically the the Whataburger thing is you can create your own burger. Uh, okay. And, like, they give you, like, so many options. And it's, like... Yeah, that's Juicy Burger. It's different. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's apples and oranges. I know people argue about that. But it's apples and oranges. They're both equally good mm-hmm. for different reasons. But anyways, In-N-Out... Actually, no. In-N-Out's still better. But <laughs> <laughs> but fucking people that argue that Five Guys is better than that is fucking atrocious no, shit. No, They're no. They're Cajun no. fries. I agree with you. They're pretty fucking good. But everything else, shut the fuck up. You go You go to a hamburger spot yeah. for hamburgers and whatnot, huh. right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, back to La La Chusa. Um, <laughs> my dad, the Mexican part of me, whatever, he's the one that introduced me to this legend and whatnot, right? And maybe he's from more of a northern Mexico town, you know, or his yeah. family and whatnot, right? Um, but yeah, he would tell me that stuff kind of similar to what you're saying when, and it was be like at night you would see owls, right? Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, he would stop what he was doing and he would watch that owl and fucking just cuss it. Like every cuss word known to man to cuss out that owl. And I remember asking him like as a three-year-old, four-year-old, you know, child, like, why are you doing that? And he goes, because it's a la lechuza pelon. If you do not cuss it out, he will come and get you. And I was like, okay, dad, you're fucking drunk. As he was sipping on his Budweiser. And yeah, whatnot, yeah. Right. Um, but, you know, fast forward a few years, you know, I had friends and we were hanging out at that uh, Denny's off, over off Weed Patch Highway by Grimway and whatnot. You know that one way off? Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 They saw an owl and started cussing it out, too. And I was like, oh, don't tell me you believe in that bullshit, too. And like, no, man. Back when I was a kid, Lala Chusa tried to kidnap me. I was with my abuela. And like, like all these like super extravagant uh, legends. Fast forward again a couple years, like I'm with my girl and we're at some like family function or whatever, like outside, you know, somebody's birthday or, you know, quinceanero, I don't know, whatever, whatever excuse it was to put asada on the grill and fucking barbecue, whatever, right? And again, an owl walked by, everyone stopped what they were doing and started cussing it out. And I was just like, that's fucking weird, bro. Yeah. And her family's from Mexico City too, which is weird. But they did the same thing. They were like, nope, you got to do that. And then her aunt started throwing salt all over the place. And I was like, all right, I got to go. I got to go watch UFC or some shit. Like, I get the fuck out of here. Wait, where were you guys? At her mom's house. Just an owl showed up? Yeah, on that's the east just, side. That's that's the double. <laughs> that's the first thing I would think. That's not Lala Chusa, dude. Was it a birthday? Was it Archie's birthday party? Just no, no. This an is owl what? showed up and started communicating like telepathically to, <laughs> to Archie because <laughs> that that it might be Harry Potter and he might be that that <laughs> snake language Slytherin or whatever that Slytherin people talk. <laughs> he speaks uh, the owl language. Oh shit! Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. That fool's dark as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pretty but any, yeah. yeah, but anyways, this is something that um, I'm kind of familiar with. So, yeah, um, Mexican folklore. We've covered La Llorona. Um, I don't think we've covered Cucuy or any other thing. But um, have we covered any other Mexican folklore? I have no idea. I know we covered La Llorona, um, but even like El Cucuy, like I don't even know what that is, dude. Really? That, that's just like shit. I I hear people say, and it's like. You, you got to keep in mind, like, I grew up in a very, like, like, shit, like, shit, people would just, would just say shit, mm-hmm. and, like, in my family, like, we didn't care about that shit, like, because, m- mostly because we were also, like, Mormon, and, like, Mormon is, ah, like, yeah. and, like, Mormonism is, like, yeah, it doesn't make sense, like, <laughs> you know, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't add up, like, like, de- maybe that's why, I, like, I don't put any value into, like, demons or ghosts or anything like that, because, like, 
that shit doesn't exist in like Mormonism. Okay. And so like, like it's just like good people, bad people, and like I still, I still kind of believe in that shit. Like there's fucking evil ass people, mm-hmm. but like. I when you know I had cousins they'd be like oh don't go over there because they would tell little kids that but it's the equivalent of the boogeyman yeah and like it's like if we did an episode on the boogeyman I'd be like well fucking just rip a <laughs> bong before we do this episode because <laughs> yeah. a lot of like Mexican folklore like I'll I'll say this like it does seem like a lot of tales that you tell children so that way they don't you know run outside at night oh, absolutely or if, they, or if they go to bed if they're not going to bed like they you know you got to tell them like hey there's a witch outside and uh, you know yeah. when they're not fucking behaving you go scratch on that window and be like you hear that that was a witch coming to get you yeah no i, I what was the mano pachona there's like different things like that it's like why kids like cover up their feet at night so like they're they don't get to put their feet pulled by the devil out yeah night. yeah and like things like that like i don't know dude like it's it's all like it's all like shit to just, you know, the medical the medical care system wasn't that good, so you couldn't afford your kid <laughs> to get sick. So you better cover up those feet because I can't afford to take you to the fucking hospital, dude. You, that's the devil. The devil will pull your feet. Like you always have to have like an equivalent to that. Give you pneumonia. Yeah. All right. So you if you don't wear a fucking coat, like my parents used to always tell me when I was a kid, like you better be wearing shoes all the time because if there's a fire and you don't have your shoes on, how are you gonna run outside? Like we would have like I was traumatized by like really intense logic where it's like oh fuck you're right it has taken me a long time like I, to this day i still wear like moccasins at home all the time because like my girlfriend's like why are you wearing like moccasins i was like you never know what if there's a fire and i gotta run outside <laughs> right now like <laughs> what hell are you living in yeah, yeah. it's like i it was very intense like my dad was a very intense person so like <laughs> You know, I but imagine I, that minus the Mormonism. And this yeah, is how yeah. you get like legends, like as La you La get Chisa. like yeah, a woman who like, you know, one thing completely unrelated, uh, and there's no way I could ever bring this up in a Patreon because it would never come up. But my my dad told me a story about my grandpa who was walking home once, and I guess it ties into the Lalachusa in, in a weird way. He told me a story about how he was walking home, um, and my grandpa. This is in Mexico, like this is the outskirts of Mexico mm-hmm. City. So I assume this is like Mexico City, 1969 or something like that. You know, like unpaved roads where you have to like walk through a long like forest area to get to your like home or whatever. So he was saying that he was walking down. It was like fucking three in the morning following the moonlight and he saw a woman. And like the woman like had like the silhouette of like, you know, you can see like this girl's got to be banging Mm because like her silhouette looks amazing. So he like he went. He said that my grandpa went up to her and, and was like, "Hey, excuse me, ma'am. Like, what are you doing? Like, walking out like this late at night?" And that she turned around and she had like the face of a, like skeleton, Ooh. and it freaked him out. And he started like running. Actually, it might have been even before that because it was probably like my grandpa, like back in like when he was like twenty five or whatever. So like, I don't know. Like that's the only time I've ever heard of a story of like a woman with like like creepy features or whatever you know like and i was in my head my dad told me that story and i was like oh like i guess he's trying to tell me that he saw like death or something like that like you know a skeleton woman face or whatever mm-hmm. you know like but it kind of like the descriptions of la lechusa and we'll get into all this in a minute but like some of them are like you know you know just like stereotypical witch woman, but mm-hmm. with like owl features on her face, and it's yeah. just like, oh, okay, yeah. Seems like this story. Uh, we'll get into yeah. it towards the end, probably. Like it's been borrowed, maybe 
uh, throughout time. A little 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 uh, game of telephone was played mm-hmm. and whatnot. But uh, as you said, who is La Lechuza? As Art said, in Spanish, Lechuza just means owl. Uh, but more specifically, a barn owl. And when you think of an owl, to me, I think of like a great horned owl. Um, when I used to live in my apartment, there was a lot of like pine trees all over the place. So I had a pet raccoon and a pet owl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they used to live like right outside of like my balcony or whatever and like the two trees and whatnot, right? So I always think of like this great horned owl that used to live outside there and hoot, right? Uh, but a barn owl is a little bit different. Like they have like those weird like flat faces and their eyes are a little bit different. They kind of look like aliens, if mm-hmm. you will. And um, they um, they don't really hoot like like a great horned owl, like where you get that, you know, like where you're just like, oh, okay, that's a fucking owl or whatever. Mm-hmm. I sent you that video of like a of a barn owl, you know, screeching, and it literally sounds like a fucking demon, you know. So mm-hmm. um, when we're talking about a lot of Latusa, uh, we're actually talking about you know basically a white barn owl. Um, they're described to be about seven feet tall, which, you know, most barn owls are not that big. They're probably about as big as a chihuahua. Uh, but La Lechuza is a big white barn owl that's seven feet tall and has a 15 foot wingspan. So, uh, humongous, humongous, humongous owl, uh, maybe along the same lines as like somebody like the Mothman, if you will, or whatnot. And that's, that's a very interesting thing about like comparing this to the Mothman, because Really, the Mothman depictions, it's like, could be very owl-like, you know? Like, a lot of times it's drawn with, like, no neck, just, like, eyes, really. Um, Which sounds very owl-like, too. Like, to to be like, hey, this thing has, like, large talons. This is the part where it's, like, it's kind of weird to me. Like, maybe they are, you know, confusing, like, like a crane or something like that. Yeah. Because it's, like, they, they describe it as, like, something that could be large enough to, like, pick up. A man. A man or whatever. And, like, you know, I've been out to, like, you know, like, the boonies or whatever, like, where, like, you know, you'll go out there and it's just, like, wilderness. And, like, you see those cranes, and a lot of times you don't, you know, on the ground they don't look that big, but they're probably, like, four feet tall or whatever. Mm-hmm. When they take off with the wingspans, they look humongous. Like, yeah. They, they look really, really big. You know, I could see how that would freak out somebody who's not out there and, in, in nature, maybe if, even if you saw it at night, like correct, you would be like, "Holy shit, that was no regular owl. That was a fucking La Lechusa." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so like a, a lot of things too. And I know like going down like the list of like Mexican, you know, cryptids and whatnot. A lot of them like involve a lot of witchcraft or evil women and whatnot. And the same thing with La Lechusa is is um she's either a familiar, right? So think of Harry Potter's, you know, uh, owl. Uh, Hedwig mm-hmm. or whatnot, or you know, oh, actual Americanized witch or European witches. You know how they have the black cats or whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. That's what a familiar is. Uh, the, uh, La Lechuza is either you know a witch's familiar, or it's a shape shifting witch uh, who has an old woman's face and an owl body, uh, but at night, you know, she turns into La Lechuza. You know, during the day, you know, she's just a regular old, you know, old lady with a banging body or Mm -hmm. whatever, right? But at night, she becomes this uh, servant of Satan. Uh, And Art, you hit it on the head uh, earlier when you said this is a tale that originates in the area around northern Texas, you know, or southern Texas, northern Mexico area. Uh, But you do hear stories of it, you know, in the southwestern United States. Obviously, we have it here in California, uh, there's stories of La Lechuza in, you know, Arizona and New Mexico as well. So it's very much a regional area um, tell, if you will. Um, and also, too, 
how do you know if there's a lot of lechuza in you know nearby um they the lechuza she uh shrieks or changes her she, voice yeah, yeah that, that's one of the things that i thought was like like they bring up that it sounds like a child crying to like lure mm-hmm. you out to be like hey there's a kid crying out there and you sent that video of of the owl, but I feel like there's a lot of animals that sound like cats sound like yeah. crying children. Baby fox, like kid foxes, sound oh, like foxes crying children. Hundred percent, dude. Like, yeah, that's like a lot of animals. Like that's a very like common thing. Like you know, a lot of animals taste like chicken. But <laughs> a lot of animals also sound like crying children. <laughs> you know what tastes like chicken is yeah. really delicious is gator. Gator taste fried gator. Yeah. yeah, it does. It tastes just like chicken, and yeah. it's more juicier too. Believe it or not. But um, anyways, uh, yeah, like Art said, you know, they they sound like a, a crying baby, and it's either to bring out children to steal and take back to their lair, or it's to you know bring out drunks, mm-hmm. uh, like it, my grandpa walking yeah. home drunk. <laughs> Your grandpa was a drunkard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know if I said that part in the story, but he was drunk. He was drunk, which also made me believe he was a liar. <laughs> <laughs> and in particular you yeah. yeah um but it's important to note that um the the reason why she targets either unbaptized babies or drunks is because the way she became la lechuza is depending on what region you're hearing this from which person you hear it from uh her the way she became this was uh the village that she was in she was accused of being a witch you know just a lot like like the salem witch trials and whatnot and that she was accused of being in, in uh, service to Satan, and that they stole her child and burned it alive before it had a chance to be baptized. Uh, so when she had the opportunity to, you know, to take revenge, she actually did sell her soul to the devil. And you know, now in the afterlife, what she does is she terrorizes northern Mexico and the southern yeah. <laughs> Texas region, you know, <laughs> killing unborn babies. Uh, but then the other story goes into. Um, that she was actually tortured and, you know, beat up and raped by, you know, a bunch of drunks. Maybe Art's uncle mm. I don't, or grandpa. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. You know he yeah. was doing a gangbang on La Lechuza <laughs> over here. You know, he's like, yeah, man, I like gothic chicks, man. Yeah. He was a little drunk. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Art's grandfather. I don't mean to <laughs> Still alive. Yeah. But... <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we need to bring him in for justice then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but she attacks drunks. And they say that uh, if you hear whistling at midnight, three whistles at midnight, at midnight, do not respond. Go the other ways because she's trying to lure you in with her song, kind of like a siren, which is a topic later on down the line. Um, and that not to whistle back at her because then she'll lock onto you and take you away to her lair and dispose of you. You know, whistling in general is like one of those things that. Um depending on what region you are, it's it's also kind of viewed as like a thing of bad luck. Like there's a story called The Whistling Man, and actually mm-hmm. that's a lot of like, you know, in the United States, like where like they'll hear like a guy like whistling, like that'll mm-hmm. follow people for like their entire lifetime, like just whistling the same tune. Oh, wow. And if you hear it, you're just supposed to like run and like, you know, you know, so like whistling, and I think because it's so out of place in like nature, like mm-hmm. you know, it, it sounds so different. So I could see how like if you're out in the middle of the woods, right, and you hear whistling, you'd be like, oh fuck, that's definitely not like. Why would another person be out here? Kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's it's creepier than than if you heard like a fox screaming or something like that. You <laughs> yeah. know, like it, there's no way like. Also, one other thing that I thought was very interesting because the the whole like call and response thing of La Lechusa 
I thought about this while I was well, I was looking into this, and I watched a video about like, you know, well, some guy in the woods, and he heard whistling, and he responded, and I was like, also, there's like birds, like, do that all the time, like mm-hmm. birds sound like typewriters birds can sound like whatever like you know noise that they're hearing like there's birds that sound like answering machines because they hear answering machines like there's a lot of like mocking jays that do that that you know if they hear someone whistling they're gonna copy the whistle like they're gonna and that's gonna be their calling sign of like a whistle yeah so i don't know i also thought that was kind of like hmm, i could see the origins of this this uh you know story being being implanted with like fear of a mockingjay or something yeah correct and i could see that too um also too um i guess in more modern times uh, la latuza has supernatural powers like you said earlier uh it's an owl who's able to pick up a you know 200 pound man you know carry Mm -hmm. her off you know carry them off you know to her lair and whatnot Uh, but you also get uh tales of uh her um, targeting uh, vehicles in the middle of the night on the lonely desert, you know, road and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. And she has the power of either picking up the car and taking it away and never to be seen again or knocking the whole thing over. And I, immediately it went into my mind, freaking Jeepers Creepers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that right there, which is like, as a child, a very scary-ass movie. But um, basically, um, it's told that there's no way to escape. Once she gets locked down to you, uh, there's no way to escape. Um, but there is ways to ward her off. Um, what you can do is is um, there's a lot of people that carry salt and chili powder around. I guess you can make a chili powder salt concoction. And as she's coming to swoop you down, you can Randy Johnson that bitch and throw... <laughs> like, remember when Randy Johnson killed, like, that pigeon or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw a salt chili pepper ball at her, <laughs> fastball at her, uh, and she doesn't like that, and she'll go away. <laughs> Uh, you can tie seven a seven knotted rope and hang it from your front door to, as a knot of respect, so that way she doesn't come clawing at your front door. Uh, but the biggest one that, again, like I alluded to at the beginning of this episode, is for whatever reason she can't stand being cussed out. She might be an evil lady, but she's a lady nonetheless, so she doesn't like it when men cuss at her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I, you know, that's a lot of the stories and and um. Yeah, that was a, that was the big one of just cussing at the uh, owl lady. Mm-hmm. And I guess too, like the, I guess the final one or whatever is there's a prayer in the Gospel of Luke that you have to recite only in Spanish, and you have to say it frontwards and backwards. Uh, but it's called the Magnificat or Magnificat prayer. I guess it's a prayer to the Virgin Mary, uh-huh. and I guess that's supposed to help ward her off as well. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I can see how that would work. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know, dude. Clearly, I don't know how you feel about it, but it definitely just feels like Mexican folklore. Mm-hmm. Here's some like weird shit that like somebody misidentified a, a crane and a mockingjay or something like that. And like, I don't know, dude. Like, let's face it. Like, that's the part of like Mexico and like Southern Texas where there's like nothing. Like after San Antonio, it's like nothing. Like you have like. Yeah, that is negative and like nothing like this desert it is it is a scary part like you wouldn't want to be stuck in that like deserty region mm-hmm. in the middle of the night so i could see how like all of a sudden like people will get freaked out by these things mm-hmm. um those you know, owls that- also bury themselves into the ground unlike other owls that are like tree dwellers yeah so i could see how they would get freaked out by that shit 
and then like it goes some there's something to be said about like complete silence like that like a zone of silence like a desert area that any little thing becomes alarming like when you're in a well populated area you hear uh, you hear a whistle like you don't think twice about it or whatnot right mm-hmm. but if you hear like a simple like you know fox crying like a baby or you know a uh, a barn owl you know you know screeching or even an owl in general just coming down and you hear another you know sound in general owls are creepy because they're super silent you know when they fly and when you see them like it's almost like oh shit that's too late and the the owls are known like if you know if they're nesting they will swoop down and like fuck you up oh yeah they're super aggressive yeah super aggressive and they have humongous talons that you know will (laughs) will mess a person up and if you're drunk you have a tendency to over-exaggerate things. So you, let's say you hear a fox crying and it sounds like a baby. You hear a mocking jay whistle out in the background and you're drunk as fuck running into like an owl's tree or tripping over its like underground nest or whatever and it swoops down and attacks you. Of course you're going to put two and two together and come up with this story about a fucking a, a witch lady that's come to take your soul. Huh. Yeah, man. I can, I can see how people... People have a long tendency. I mean, look at things like um, the the Mothman. The Mothman is like the most similar thing to something like this. And like the Mothman, every time there's there's like a national tragedy, like people are like, "Oh, we saw the Mothman at nine eleven yeah. too." Yeah, it was also at the fucking like Trump inauguration, dude. <laughs> like, like I don't know, dude. People just want to see what they want to see, mm-hmm. and. That's another thing, too, that some people view it as, like, a harbinger of death. But then another person, other people think that if you dream about La Lechuza, again, it's mm-hmm. like a, it's, a, it's a forewarning that either somebody in your family is about to die mm-hmm. or you're about to die yourself or something bad's going to happen to you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, definitely, like, I don't know, dude. Owls are just creepy in general. Mm-hmm. I could see how people get freaked out by owls. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, dude. It's a scary bird. Yeah. And I can also see, too, like, going along the lines, like, it seems to target drunks. One of the stories <laughs> is is that <laughs> that if you shoot at it, it n- nothing will happen to it, right? Yeah. Like, so don't use bullets. And then it, get ad- it gets added on that if you shoot at it and it hits it, it actually damages you. I can totally see, like, a drunk, like, with a pistol, like, one of those revolvers and whatnot. Like, your gut's hanging out. You just drink, like, you know, a gallon of fucking, you know, Tecate or whatever and shit. And you're out here, like, shooting an owl and missing. It ricochets and it hits you and whatnot, right? And then you come up with this elaborate tale about how La Lechuza used your own bullets against you kind of thing. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, do you remember when we covered that one, um, it was, like, a family... And, like, they said they were being attacked by, like, alien invaders. The Kelly Hopkins village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were all shooting at these things. And then, like, the general consensus is that they were probably just, like, a family of barn owls that were, like, like you know, in the uh, trying to make, like, a nest in the home. And they were, like, freaked out. And they saw them. They looked like little people hopping around. And, like, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, shit, we got aliens. <laughs> and, like, you know, like, they get misidentified. Like, they yeah. are... One bigger than most people think they are, mm-hmm. and they're also creepier than most people think they are. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, even for people like you know, especially like all. The, hey, and by the way, that that's that's that weird like southern part of the United States, those flyover states, those very red states where that that Hopkins incident happened. Was it Kelly Hopkins or something? Like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. That was one of those states. You know, 
very pretty much that's a Lollachusa sighting there. <laughs> a low education <laughs> state as well. Uh, it's also important to note that and one a high of the, incest one too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> It's also important to note that uh, one of the powers for Lalachusa is that she can control the weather. You know, so Miles Musio has no power here, kind of thing, right? If the if the if his prediction is it's going to be sunny, you know, with a zero percent chance of rain, Lalachusa shows up and it's a fucking you know a Hurricane Hillary all of a sudden and whatnot. Um, and I was thinking about this, like, okay, that's weird. Like, how do you explain that? But yeah. like. When you look at the region, and you would tell me this, like when you were living in San Antonio, that the the weather has a tendency to change, like on a dime, on its own, like oh that, yeah, all the absolutely, time as well, absolutely. I mean, weather changes. That's the whole thing about like southern weather. You know, if you don't like it, just wait another five minutes because it's gonna change. <laughs> it's gonna I mean, be, it yeah. really is. Like it's insane how much it changes. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I was gonna bring up and. Um, I found pretty interesting is that this is also a region that was kind of different than like the Mexico city capital, because this was also a region that was kind of fighting in like this weird limbo. Once it was like the Spanish conquistadors took over and really started to enforce like Catholic beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of created like this mishmash of, you know, there were a lot of missions, like speaking of San Antonio, a lot of missions in that area. A lot of people know of the, um, the Alamo, but there's a lot of missions in that area, also in this region, very Catholic region. So it created like a mixture of the old religions, you know, the old like what I would call like native religions, correct, and like Aztec beliefs and like you know that trickled up that were like pretty much like no, that's evil now. It is now viewed as evil because <laughs> you know this is, you are now Catholics. Mm-hmm. Now all that fucking shit is like you don't watch Harry Potter now. You don't now. fucking you do not have you cannot talk to birds anymore. <laughs> talking <laughs> you only to, talk to Jesus. Talking to birds is the devil, and that is that's why we're throwing fucking salt at these fucking birds now, <laughs> and like and cussing at them. Like you know, it, it is it is the part of of that because if you go down to like Mexico City area. It's still very much tied to like it's like Aztec roots. Like you see, like people still like performing like Aztec like ceremonies and all this shit. As you go further and further north, that's kind of erased. It's way more Catholic. Mm-hmm. It's more like it looks like a Desperado movie, you know? Like, yeah. Um, and I could see how like they kind of gave into that way more than like the central like you know Mexico City part of it. And I could see how like you know that's really the old ways being washed over with the new ways and that trickle, like that little like thing of like, Hey, remember when we used to have that? Well, that's evil now. No. And mm-hmm. all these things that were just kind of like part of our everyday culture are now considered evil because our colonizers came and told us that it was evil. And and I hate to f- phrase it that way, but a lot of, a lot of those stories are tied into like, you know, pre colonial era Mexico where it's like, there was, you know, same thing with like Native Americans. Correct. Like Native yeah. Americans have a lot of those things, and like you know, we wash white wash things with like Wendigo and things like that, where it's like it's evil now, bro. And yeah. and then even in their culture, it's not viewed even as evil. It's just one of those things that's like taboo. Like it's cannibalism. We don't talk about cannibalism in our everyday culture, but you know, we've made it sound like it's way more evil than than what you know what we make it sound like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. And a lot of this, too, is like when you try to get, like, nailed down, like when this story took place, you know, 
1519, that's like when the Spain, you know, first came over to the Americas and in particularly through Mexico. Um, and then they brought, you know, Catholic beliefs, mm-hmm. you know, and in the Bible, owls are seen as dark symbols, mm-hmm. uh, as well as, you know, you get an influx of, it's not just Spain that came over to Mexico. I was doing more research. You got people from China, Egypt, um, uh, Greek, Irish um, people, like even like, even like the stereotypical like Mexican music or whatever, like that's basically the polka, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of like Europeans that like come in through Mexico and like infuse like their culture into you know Aztec culture or Mayan culture, or yeah, whatever, yeah, right. And you get like these mishmashes that birth legends like La Lechuza or whatnot, right? Um, I guess like in um, I'm gonna butcher the fuck out of this name, but I don't speak Aztec, right? So, okay. <laughs> Teotihuacan. Oh yeah, uh, that was beautiful. You said it perfect. Really? Yeah. Oh, whew. thank God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My anxiety can you know subside <laughs> now. Uh, but the god of rain was also a woman born on the first rain, and um, they were called Momatasapan or whatever. I can't. That, again, I, I can't. That I don't know what you just. Yeah, said. yeah. But anyways. Um, <laughs> But there are women that develop supernatural abilities like becoming birds uh, and, you know, they survived off of drinking the blood of babies. Like that was very much in the Aztec culture and whatnot, yeah, right? Yeah. And you would see, you know, within like the scribes, you know, you know, in Teotihuacan, that, um, you know, these, these bird ladies and whatnot, and they weren't seen as evil, but like they were just seen as like, okay, this is what happens to women that were born on the first rain of the year. Yeah. Uh, then you get that mix matched with, you know, the Spanish people coming over saying like, oh no, owls are evil or whatnot, right? And then you have the Greeks coming over. Uh, within Greek mythology, you have the harpies. And the harpies are known as the storm and wind birds, right? Mm-hmm. So, or they they control the storm and the wind. So that's how you get the the fact that you know Lalachusa can control the weather and whatnot, right? Also, too Irish, the banshee. They're an omen of somebody's dying and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. The banshee, the crier. That works in with the, fucking, these these stories. Are, yeah, I mean, they've definitely those stories definitely immigrated over. You brought up the music. That's that's a great example. Like you know, Catholic beliefs, all those things. Like they immigrated over from like Europe. European countries, you know, things that were viewed as normal, you know, no longer normal, no longer acceptable to do, and now mm-hmm. viewed as evil. Correct. You know, like you can't, you know, before it was like, <laughs> like, um, like jaguars, very big deal in like, in like that region, like you know, completely like wiped out of that region, like, like there was a, you know, pretty much everything was like wiped out of that region. Like they literally built like. Catholic churches on top of pyramids like, Correct, yeah. to like get rid of all that stuff. And, and it really makes sense. Like it, it really does make sense. Like as I was looking into this, I was like, this is, this is basically the old being wiped over with the new. And mm-hmm. like, here are reasons you should fear that kind of stuff. Like all that magic shit you guys were into before is evil now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did a whole fucking episode on, um, oh shit, Brujeria, right? Yeah. And like, when you look at it, you know, through the eyes of like, you know, post-colonialism or whatever, right? Like, it's very much an evil thing. But when you look at it through, you know, more Aztec, you know, indigenous eyes, this is like, no, it's the same thing as like going to church and doing communion kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And like, it's the same thing with this. Like, it's like, you look at it like, the Aztecs, the Mayans, you look at all of like how they viewed like the owl and how they view that. Like they had similar beliefs um, mm-hmm. to what we're talking about with the legend of La Lechuza, but like 
it was not seen as something that was evil. It wasn't until 1519 when the Spanish as well as other Europeans started coming over. It was just like, oh, no, that ain't Jesus. That's evil. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, everything, you know, one of the things that was pre, like, colonial, I guess, is, um, and um, I found it really interesting. I guess, like, it came up a little bit when, when I was looking into this, but, like, like flying serpents were, like, a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's no tie to, to this, but, like, but like just flying creatures in general were like big were a big deal in like Aztec and even in other parts like you know like Asian countries like they have their version of dragons correct yeah like Mexican people have their version of dragons like you know like um, those have all been kind of like wiped out and I'm not trying to pitch the idea of like dragons are real or anything like that <laughs> yeah but like they definitely had like a symbolic like meaning to like these ancient people of like what they meant correct and like. You know, in order to, like, erase that, like, you know, new thing, like, you know, we have to kind of, like, get rid of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It, it seemed pretty obvious. I don't know if you have any of the, the stories of, like, people encountering the Lalachusas, but, like, I thought they were all, like, every kind of story always started with, like, when I was younger, me and my brother, me and my cousin, mm-hmm. we were, like, camping or something and like all of a sudden we heard whistling and then we saw an owl and we both started cussing at it and like and it was never anything like hey yeah like two weeks ago i got this on video like you know it was nothing ever current yeah. which like made me really like skeptical definitely skeptical like and, and i'm a very like i want to believe kind of person like mm-hmm. i want to believe that there's a bigfoot i, I want to believe that there's a mothman but like this one was just like man, this really just feels like yeah. shit. Like my aunt would tell me when I was a kid, type <laughs> which one hundred percent it is. Like, uh, you, I did get like a bunch of those stories, and a lot of it too. Like it was very regional. Like uh, a lot of podcasts I would listen to, they're like, uh, user uh, from San Antonio, uh, listener from San Antonio, uh, this person from you know uh, El, um, uh, you know, uh, El Paso. Like it's always like okay within that region, and then every once in a while I'll be like you know Ray Mysterio from San Diego. Like we'll <laughs> we'll have this story kind of thing, but like it's always like okay, it's always within this region, and it's always again yeah like you said it's always like when I was a child, uh, we you were driving down the the highway and an owl came by and drove over our our uh, our car, and then we got a flat tire. Uh, my dad fixed it, and then when we told my grandma, she said it was La La Chusa, and so we threw a bunch of salt all over the place, and mm. uh, we said, you know, that Virgin Mary prayer kind of thing. Or it was like, you know, I heard a bunch of scratching at my window, and when I went outside, my grandma grabbed me immediately and started cussing up at the air and kind of thing. Like So it was a lot of, like, dead-end stories kind of thing, yeah. but it was seemed like it was a lot of stories that my grandma had to intervene and told me it was La La Chusa, and to go to bed right away kind of thing. So it was like, like La Llorona, like let's face it, probably never existed, borrowed a lot from the Banshee yeah, lore yeah. or the white woman, you know, in Europe, uh, borrowed a lot of that, like, hey, let's use that story to scare my children, which is very yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mexican trait, <laughs> scare my children to go to bed or not go outside at night. Here's a lesson for you kids type yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, I did hear, and it just kind of hit me right now, like, there was a podcast I heard. Um, it's I've, I've I've definitely mentioned it to you or on this podcast before, but it's called um, uh, Radio Rental. Yeah, and uh, there's an episode of Radio Rental where they tell a story about 
um, somebody waking up at like three in the morning and mm-hmm. they see, they look outside their window cause they hear some noises <laughs> and they see somebody like, like huddled over their car and it looks like somebody's like crutch, crotch, crutch down on top of their Crouched. car, crotch down on top of their car. Right. And they're just like, and they're like kind of like freaked out. They're like, what the fuck? And they think it's just a person like mm-hmm. sitting on top of their car. And then that person like kind of like jumps to like their window and they, they freak out and they hear the the person like kind of scratching at their window and they're like freaked out. This is a very like short version of the actual story. Yeah, yeah. But they hear like somebody like scratching at their window and they're like, fuck. So they go out like under their covers and then like they forget about it. Like, you know, they they wait like like a couple of like two years later, they're moving out of that house and they're like taking things down and then they like trying to take down like some curtain or something. Then they look and then they, they notice that there's actual like hand claw marks on their window. Oh wow. And they were like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, that's a very like un like a very Lala Chusa story without being a Lala Chusa story. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely recommend that podcast. It's not what it used to be like these newer episodes, but that is a newer episode. And that, that episode has made me thought, think like, you know, what was that? Like, I kind of believe, I kind of believe the storytellers when they like tell their stories because mm-hmm. they sound very genuine and like they, they have detail beyond like what the you know, bullshit bullshitter <laughs> will tell their story. Um, but that was a, that was very Lala Chusa ish, you know, yeah. one, two, what there was a story that was not like a typical child from like, you know, Southern Texas, you know, retelling this yeah. is that there was a guy, he came home late from, you know, the bar, Again, the drunk, right? Drunk. Yeah, the guy that always, you know, that is another target for Lala Chusa, right? Came home, and the girlfriend was like, oh, this motherfucker again, you know, out there drinking and whatnot, right? And so she goes back to sleep. I guess he's sitting, you know, to watch, like, the, you know, 10 o'clock news or the news at 12 or whatever, right? And all of a sudden, she wakes up to uh-huh. hear him, like, fighting with somebody. And uh, she gets up, and I guess, like, she just sees, like, a... Uh, a flash of white just like fly out the front door and then when she asks her boyfriend she says hey like what was going on and you know the boyfriend's like you know panting heavily and he's like oh, oh, oh i was fighting <laughs> i was fighting la la yeah. and um he i guess said that you know he pun- the only reason why he was able to escape was that he punched her so hard uh that it her head smashed into the drywall and you know you know, threw for a loop, gave her a concussion, gave her future CTE and whatnot, and that he showed her the hole in the wall, I guess like the indentation or whatever, and it looked just like, you know, a woman's head had been uh-huh. bashed into it. <laughs> Maybe some domestic violence happened yeah. earlier. I don't know. Sounds like it. Yeah, but his hand was bloody, and she knew that he didn't just simply hit the wall with his fist because there was no blood to be found on the wall, and that she was like, maybe he was telling the truth. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it might have been just a story just to tell a story. Wait, that actually makes less sense because, like, the face in, in general, you're going to get more blood if you, like, bash something into the so – he said there was no blood, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, like, you're more likely to punch the wall and get uh, – like, if you threw someone's face into the wall, mm-hmm. I guarantee there's going to be more blood than if you punched a wall with your fist. I guess he said he punched her in the back of her head, hit – the wall and that's what made the indentation uh-huh. uh she assumed it was just his fist um but now as you say that like 
literally like right before like podcasting, I got like fucking murdered by like a fucking, <laughs> you know, a drill bit or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. But like when it went in, it didn't fucking bleed right away. So I can see that maybe his hand went into the wall and you don't bleed right away. Like yeah. the blood has to rush to that spot. It's like, unlike, like you literally have holes on your face. Like mm-hmm. a lot of them. You got your eyes, you got your nose, nose. your fucking teeth, like whatever, you know, like. There's like fucking holes everywhere on your face. I hope there's no holes in your teeth. Well, no, I mean like, but like (laughs) if your teeth come out, like you're fucking bleeding, like you're fucking like, like there's like, you know, like there's, you know, your mouth is a big hole. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like there's a lot of places for blood to come out like fairly quickly. Correct. Yeah. You know, Uh, but your, your hand, not, not as much, you know, it's pretty, it should pretty locked tight because you're touching shit all the time. It should be one of the rougher parts of your body. Yeah. So like. (laughs) Kind of, you know, not to poke holes in that story, but yeah, know. it's not my story. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's a lot of choose a story yeah. that exists. But he was also drunk, so oh, yeah, the drunk part of it, probably yeah. a liar as well. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my grandpa was a liar too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he didn't see shit. Or just like, yeah, that's his like scary story. Because that's a story that I'm sure like every like Mexican grandpa has about like, or you know, Mexican uncle like oh mm-hmm. somebody that saw a woman with like skeleton face or whatever maybe or, she like, just had demon. anorexia you know what i'm saying yeah. maybe instead of judging her maybe you should have fucking maybe you should have fucking fed her a sandwich yeah from our local deli country <laughs> club liquors <laughs> with all the sprouts <laughs> and that shit yeah, yeah. no no 100 percent. vinaigrette yeah. no options you have to get the vinaigrette correct and the onions all the onions on it whatever right no, 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 100%. I, I, I honestly do think it's that. And I do think, like, people, they want to jump to conclusions and make it more outstanding as possible because they were scared, so therefore it had to be paranormal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in situations like this. I'm very much, I do believe in the paranormal, but I do think, like, when it cannot be backed up, you know, and it's just like, well, nothing happened. Yeah. I do think it's, like, one of those instances where it's just like, well, I'm going to overcompensate this story and say it was a witch a witch owl lady who yeah, yeah. worked into an owl. Well, one of the tricky parts is like fear. All right, so when the per when a human person is in a fear state or whatever, the adrenaline's pumping, your mind fucking fills in the blanks for you. That's that's true. why like eyewitness testimony is so unreliable. Correct. Because it's like you're already in a state of shock and adrenaline, all this shit. Things are flying at you. Your your brain is just designed to get you from point A. Let me get you somewhere safe mm-hmm. where we could slow this shit down for you. Like, you know, what was uh, just a regular barn owl all of a sudden is a seven-foot-tall <laughs> woman lady, like woman demon that sold her soul to the devil and, like, that <laughs> mockingjay that, you know, was whistling that was, like, part of the lore of all this shit. Like It was just trying to sing zippity doo Someone yeah. had Song of the South on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that to me is, like, the part of it that's, like, you know, let's face it. When people get scared, they freak out. All of a sudden, like having to go get a drink of water in the middle of the night, <laughs> and it's like I gotta run through this empty hallway. Like, <laughs> you know, people get freaked out. Like, it doesn't matter who you are. People, people's brain is always gonna be like your worst enemy in those situations. Hundred percent. And like, yeah. cause there's nothing that's gonna scare you more than your own brain. Yeah. So I could definitely see how like a lot of these are just like a fucking like barn owl or herring or something like that you know like yeah. that turned into la Lechusa or the mothman or and then that game of telephone happens where it's just like this just gets passed down orally over generations and generations and generations and generations where it becomes 
you take out like the origins of uh, origins of it, or it could have been a crank, could have been a mockingjay, it could have been X Y Z, could have just been a lying drunk, right? Mm. Or just a fucking grandma trying to get her fucking kids to go to sleep while you know mm. mom and dad are out on date night or whatever. Just a right? just a grandma, just a hot grandma with a hot body with like mm-hmm. not, you know a lot of wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so maybe it was just a, a tale of that and whatnot, right? And so, and then it just became fact because it got passed down so many generations or whatever. And then you have all these add-ons to the story because, hey, it's a game of telephone. we got to sexy up the story to get this fucking brat to go to sleep. And whatnot, yeah. right? Or your drunk-ass fucking husband. Like, motherfucker, it's 10 o'clock. Why are you still out there drinking? Yeah. Like, you know a lot of choosers out there looking for drunks and shit. Yeah. So it could be something like that, too, trying to scare, like, you know. Your, oh, absolutely. Cheating-ass dude or whatever from oh, seeing absolutely. a Sanchez fucking, you know, fucking Stella Sandtrap. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. That's what all these like are fucking like stories to keep people in line and like make sure they're not doing some illegal shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, I see you downloading that Lincoln Park album <laughs> illegally. <laughs> a lot of choosers don't stand for that shit. Do you man. know what, dude? You're gonna get a virus, <laughs> and it's gonna be called La Lechusa virus. But oh, shit. you know, it's just like shit like that. You know, like um, I don't know, dude. Like. I think that th- I think we solved it. I'll be honest with you. I mm-hmm. think we got to the bottom of this one. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got too, man. So yeah, there's nothing. Shout out to La Lechuza, man. Nothing, uh, nothing else to tell on this one. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't scarier. No, it was good. But um, anyways, um, I feel like I, I feel like I gotta drink a gallon of coffee after this, dude. Yeah, I'm like so tired. At the same time, I'm like. Oh man, I actually really like this topic to be honest with you. Because mm-hmm. as I was doing research on this one, I was like, it reminded me of a, all these like old school like Mexican folklore th- things or whatever. And I was like, I was like, this is pretty cool. I never heard about this before. It sounds like total bullshit, but but it's still very cool. And I like the yeah. romance of like the the scary story, or whatever. Yeah. I will say this too, uh, Universal Studios, they have the Halloween Horror Nights every year. Yeah. And every year they put together like, you know, a maze to, you know, service their the mexican community or whatever you know one year they did la llorona which is a really good maze uh then they did the el cucuy one year they had danny trejo um, narrate it it. that was really good uh but this year they did um it's funny that you picked this topic yeah they did (laughs) lalachusa like it was really it it was um a combination though it was uh you walk in the first monster that you know you encounter is lalachusa go to youtube if you don't go to universal i highly recommend going there or whatnot right uh, but you can't afford it or time, you know, is a motherfucker or you're listening to this sometime in the future. Uh, just go to YouTube and look up that, you know, it's like Monsters of Latin America and whatnot. And like La Lechuza, like that first part of the maze is really good. That second part, it's like, I don't know who this guy is. Maybe it's another topic two years from now or whatever, next two years. What's two, it called? I think it's El Sabon. And no clue, I guess it's more of a Venezuelan uh, yeah. cryptid or whatever. But um that was really good too. It was probably the, maybe the second or third best maze for Halloween Horror Nights this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? I, I I think this is a pretty good topic. I never heard about it. I saw it on the topic list, and I was like, "Sounds like it should be good Halloween storytelling shit." Speaking of which, man, I just fucking fucking you, put blood all over like my your shirt. nipples bleeding oh <laughs> no yeah no oh, it's that, from your hand yeah that fucking injury that i sustained before recording yeah, yeah still yeah, bleeding yeah. and fucking actually wiped yeah, dude, blood gotta, on me you gotta put some fucking 
lemon pepper and bandages on that shit. Yeah. Heal that shit. Some salt and chili pepper. Maybe it was fucking La Lechuza. The curse of La Lechuza on my hand or whatnot. But anyways, if you have anything to add to this topic, uh, if you have your own La Lechuza uh, fucking encounter, guys, hit us up on all the social medias at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter. We are at Art and Jacob Do A1. Says, God damn, son. Sometimes I'm looking at you, Jesus Gutierrez. Sometimes that's just how a steak is done. Uh, but aside from that, if you guys want to support this podcast, I highly recommend hanging on over to uh, patreon.com slash Art and Jacob Do America, where every single week we put together a bonus episode uh, for your listening pleasure. So if you like this episode, uh, you'll probably love the Patreon we put together this week. So uh, we talk about a, b- a bunch of variety of topics. Right, what do we what do we talk about today? You know what? They were all like uh, gym stories, but they were all very different. So I don't really know what we talked about. Oh no, yeah, it had to do with like um, a lot of it was um, Jacob's friend saw a demon. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wouldn't call him my friend, but yeah, this dude that was used to be addicted to PCP saw a demon, and now he's a seer for the Lord. So you want to hear that story guys subscribe to the patreon uh, it helps uh, support this podcast if you want to help support this podcast in any other way guys i highly recommend handing over to the website rnjacobdoamerica.com follow the merch links we currently have four designs up there uh, and it's not so much to help us monetarily as we do see maybe a couple cents from every purchase made over there but if you are traversing southern texas or northern mexico and you see the la lechuza and maybe you'll be wearing an Orange Jacob Do America t-shirt. She'll listen to our podcast and maybe take mercy upon your soul. So it's more or less to help support this podcast as well as protect your ass at the same time. So do that. Uh, if you want to hear other great podcasts, guys, I highly recommend handing on over to podbelly.com where we are official members of the Podbelly Network. So uh, check out our boys at the World Famous Sofa King Podcast as well as Hillbilly Horror Stories and Robots Arrive. But with that said, Art... I really think I might need to get a tetanus shot or yeah, something. Yeah, dude, you, you probably should if that was a drill bit. It yeah. looks pretty, um, it looks like Swollen. it's coagulated pretty good, um, but you should probably like at least put some rubbing alcohol on that shit and make sure there's no bacteria. You know, yeah. You don't get fucking flesh-eating bacteria growing on that shit. But yeah, yeah man, good episode. Um, good good topic. I, I, I'll give credit to you on this one. You came up with that, but... I just wrote down the topic, man. I didn't really. <laughs> or who? Who you say? Somebody? Somebody like? I think it's our one of our Patreons, Joshua Telemontes. Oh, shout out to Joshua Telemontes. I think he wanted to be on for this episode. Oh damn! I'm sorry. But I was like two years ago, so uh, he's no longer with us. <laughs> <laughs> he, but for some reason, his he, credit card's still working. It's still, it's still paying the bills. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, I don't know. Shout yeah. out to Jack and shout out to Warren. Shout out um, Super Apparel. I gotta go buy some more stuff. This one I got for free, but it actually like fits. Pretty, pretty good. It feels pretty good on the skin. Makes you look buff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got I That's probably all the fucking, like, burritos I eat every day. <laughs> like, but um, but uh, it actually is, like, way more comfortable. Like, I don't know what quality of cotton she's using, but, like, shout out to her for not going, like, a fucking cheapskate. There's a lot of people that go out there and get cheapskate as, like, fucking cotton that shrinks one time in the wash and all of a sudden went to baby tea. Yeah. You know? She didn't go with that route. She went with the fucking, like, high nice, quality you know, cotton. Fucking cotton. Yeah. For my fucking sensitive-ass baby skin. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, guys, goodbye and good night. Good night.